0: Hey guys and gals, we're your hosts, Mackenzie and Sierra, and you're listening to the Girls Gone Gab podcast.
1: Buckle up because we're about to get in. All right, so first of all, I just want to say happy birthday to Harry Styles because we're recording this right now on February 1st my uncle's birthday who my uncle okay well sorry mackenzie's uncle but uh harry styles holds a special place in my heart and i just want to say happy birthday not that he's gonna hear this but you know if there's a glimmer of hope that he does hear it i just want him to know that i'm thinking of him you're just pushing it out into the universe the energy exactly yeah exactly so that's how I wanted to start the pod.
0: First and foremost, happy birthday, Harry Styles. I mean, that's probably the most exciting thing I feel like we have going on right now because it's February. Um, and you need a reason to celebrate something, anything. How did you celebrate today? What did you do?
1: <laughs> um. Okay, well, I haven't gotten that far yet because I just got home from uh like three hours of dancing um and all i've had time to do is like watch the bachelor and eat a uh uncrustable so that's as far as my celebrating has gone but i'll i'll figure something out
0: it's his birthday's already passed in his native land so you missed it it's over
1: well it's still going i still got a few more hours over here on this side of the world maybe i'll just like just sip on some wine before bed or something. Who knows?
0: Just take a shot, put a birthday party hat on, and throw some confetti. I'll throw some confetti, put on a birthday hat,
1: and I'll play some music of his. You should send him a video DM.
0: Um, <laughs> absolutely not. What, what's the worst that could happen? He sees it? That'd be the best thing that could happen. Hmm. Worst thing that happens he doesn't see it, okay, that could also be the best thing that happens. I just think back to the, I think I sent you a Vine, well, not a, whoa, I just said a Vine. (laughs) What century is it? I sent it to you 10 years ago. Um, No, I think I sent you, I don't know if it was a TikTok or if it was a tweet, but it was this girl who was like, I've never taken any, like, which, she didn't say she hadn't taken any nude photos, but she was like, I've never, like, sent nude photos to, like, a guy, but, like, I just, like, I have some that I just took myself because I thought it looked really good, and I didn't want to, like, store them on my phone, like, I wanted to have a safe place to keep them, so I just DM'd them all to Harry Styles, and she was like, what's the worst that happens? He sees them? <laughs> and so they're just like stored away in her dms with harry styles so i mean you don't have to send him like a a nude photo but you could send him like a picture of you in the party hat taking a shot for his birthday okay well one i don't have a party hat so there's
1: you know (laughs) something that i would need to go to the store for um two i'm not sending a nude like most definitely i'm just gonna shut that down (laughs) right now i never suggested that i just said some people are going that far so you're just like so whatever you send him is probably mild fine because he probably gets all kinds of nudies got it (laughs) okay um I'm just saying people are going
0: harder out there than you so you better put that party hat on and act the part (laughs) hell can you imagine the amount of
1: dms he has though of people just like butt naked like
0: (laughs) Probably with a party hat on, just like, I love you. I know, but I'm sure Instagram probably has, like, a filter thing where it's, like, this, like, it, like it's sensitive content before you open it. Because I feel like most social media does, even if it's, like, someone's, like, bone popping out of their skin, like, a picture like that, it, there's usually, like, a warning before, you, like, you have to read that before you can click on it. I don't know if that takes place in the DMs because I've never had nude photos um, sent through DMs, uh. But I feel like that would be a feature, so he probably doesn't, or maybe he does. Maybe that entices the click more. I don't know.
1: I mean, like the sensitive content, like blur. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if that happens in DMs either. If anybody knows, let us know because clearly we can not we are not getting anything in our Which DMs. Is fine, please don't <laughs> send that our way. That's not an invitation to send them to us. Just if anybody knows, just let us know.
0: Yeah. I mean, I always wonder like how much celebrities actually read their DMs because like, I feel like a lot of them don't, obviously there's an overwhelming number that come in that you couldn't possibly just sit around all day, like reading your DMs, but I feel like it would just be too enticing to like, find out what's in there that they, they have to just for like pure entertainment every now and then peep in there, see what's going on.
1: I'm sure they do. And I feel like they could, they probably have like some kind of a notification like max that like once you reach a certain amount of DMs in a day, like it just doesn't tell you anymore. It's probably just like, sorry.
0: Well, as long as you have the, like the notification turned off for DMs, I, I don't know if you can alter the notification for like, if you don't follow the person, but at least if you don't follow them, it'll come up under like request instead of like your main inbox i feel like they created that just for celebrities which is
1: yeah i was gonna say probably not for us people yeah. like us of, like
0: 15 dms we have going like the
1: people with the regular cool. vibes are not able to filter their dms in such a way but probably the people with like hundreds of thousands of followers have that option
0: probably well, you don't you should have that option it's just like it's not necessary the uh-huh. request
1: no, I mean like to filter um, like people who follow you versus people who don't follow you. Versus- That's what the
0: request should be. So like you I don't, I don't understand the difference between primary and general, but there's like the primary and the general inbox. And then there's like request. And if it's someone that you don't follow, but either they follow you or they don't follow you, I don't think it actually matters either way. But as long as you don't follow them, it goes to your request. But you know, us regulars don't get too many of those. Okay, I see what you're talking about now.
1: But yeah, I, I don't understand the difference between general and primary either. I'm like, what's
0: the They label? also sound very similar, just like the label itself. I'm like, I'm confused to like which first one class, is economy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like my like top first five. First place, second runner up. Like, what is the difference here?
0: Exactly. Like maybe if you're a celebrity, you put like your best friends and your girlfriend in primary. And then people like your agent, people you briefly know, general fans in the request, (laughs) but you have to move people into primary or general if you accept the request. So I guess they go to economy in the general box. Things I haven't had to think about too much before. No. So I mean, anyway,
1: I'm, I'm not really ever in the DMs, uh, my own or anyone
0: else's, for that matter. So I'm wondering what Harry's doing with all his birthday DMs. No. Ah, sweet Harry. Yeah, but like, like I said, um, not too many reasons. Not there's always a reason to celebrate. Let's not get down, but <laughs> you're like, let's not take a dark turn, okay? We've talked about way too many dark things. I'm turning myself around. Um, I did have an interesting dream this week. Oh no. It's not long. It's not long, but it involves your mom. It involves my mom. <laughs> I, I don't know where this one came from. It was like earlier in the week. So I don't know if it was like right after we podcasted or something. Um, there's literally like no correlation to this dream and like real life or even any conversations that we've had. The only part of the dream that I remember is that your mom, um, was like on the hiring committee or she was like somehow in control of some type of job that I was applying for. And there were like a group of people that were like emailing back and forth about like the decision for the job and like me. And one of the people that were on the, I guess the search committee for the job, uh, emailed me, they like forwarded me an email, but they didn't realize that your mom's email was attached to it. Like down below, like they were already having a conversation. And then this person emailed or forwarded something to me and didn't realize that all the conversation like prior (laughs) to was still attached. And the like last message was from your mom. And she said, she said, um, I don't think like, I can't remember the exact words, but it was like something like we should not pick her. And then there was a sentence that said it's Mackenzie's world and we're just living in it. And then the eye roll emoji. (laughs) So my mom was like, don't hire Mackenzie. She was like, you know, like it's her world. We're just living in it. I roll like, let's not pick her the shade. I know. I like woke up and I was like, Oh my gosh, what did I do to Angelique? Like I am so (laughs) lost. Also what job am I like? I have no idea what the job was or how your mom was somehow connected to it, but she was low key throwing shade behind the scenes. And then like, she realized after the like lady, whoever else forwarded the email to me that she was like on the email and then she was like upset, like, what the hell's wrong with you? Why would you forward this email? (laughs) And it was just an awkward environment because I was like, okay, I guess Sierra's mom hates me now. And you were just like, "Uh." that's
1: awkward. Um, Just for the record, I'm just going to go ahead and speak for my mom and say that if she were ever on whatever hiring committee, I don't think she would ever reject you. I think she would like recommend you times a hundred
0: it's Mackenzie's world and we're just living in it and you should hire her <laughs> I know it she was, was fine funny to- the comment and the fact that like the emoji was stuck in my head it wasn't like we shouldn't hire her I don't know if she's a good fit it was like it was like the way the comment came off in the email was like she'd had a personal bad experience with me of like don't it's she's just you know like she's a queen victoria vibe like <laughs> <laughs> it's her world we're just living in it we cannot handle this don't hire <laughs> i was like this dream is so strange and that's the only like one i can vividly remember from this past week so that thought it was worth mentioning uh definitely interesting still don't
1: have any dreams over here that i can tell you about um
0: you just need to like yeah set alarms throughout the night to just wake yourself up one night (laughs) just one night you know just disrupt the sleep for one night every hour on the hour maybe every hour and a half and then see if you you awaken to anything
1: see i already like kind of toss and turn like throughout the night i already like switch sides like multiple times and like fully like sit up and then like
0: turn over Mm -hmm. like Sit up. I don't ever sit. I turn a lot, but I don't get up. No, sometimes I fully like rise up. That's terrifying. <laughs>
1: yeah, it it is. But I'm like awake, and then I just am like, Ugh, and then I just turn
0: over and flip like.
1: Sides I feel like up. I don't have that kind
0: of energy in the middle of the night. Like that would be too much for me. You know, I have
1: like full on zombie energy sometimes in the middle of the night. Like, but Awaken. <laughs> just rise from the dead. But like. I don't know, I still don't remember things. So I don't think that's
0: the key. Well, maybe you're not getting into REM sleep. We need to analyze <laughs> get you hooked up to some machinery. See me if- up
1: to whatever electrodes, whatever it is. I need to know what's going on in there.
0: Exactly. Maybe you're not getting to that point. I don't know. Um so yeah um that's my dream (laughs) nothing else too crazy going on in the COVID life I feel like we've both been kind of cooped up in our apartments and just been stuck at home essentially like we're both still living the COVID lifestyle and I know we're both feeling kind of burnt out from that and like I don't know what your um social slash dating life looks like right now but mine's pretty dry, so I think we're both just, like, starting to feel the – I mean, we've been feeling the burnout. It's It's been here, but it's, it's taking residence at this point.
1: Yeah, I think just the fact that we're reaching almost the one-year mark at this point, it's just starting to feel like – I hate using the word hopeless, but it just feels a little hopeless, and – I know it's gonna get better, like I know it will be fine. I truly do believe that. I know there's a lot of people out there that like to speak differently and be like, It's only gonna get worse and you know, what's the point? And all you know, all the naysayers out there, but I truly do think like it will get better. And I only say this because I I have been fully vaccinated, so that's one step closer to, um, being able to do things, um, outdoor things, group things, literally anything besides being in my apartment <laughs> would be thrilling. Um, and as far as the dating goes, I mean, I haven't been on a date in a, in a while. I had someone that I was kind of talking to hanging out with like we would hang out like every two weeks or something it was very like casual and consistent we would just like get food or watch yeah. a movie but it was never romantic <laughs> not even a handhold not even it like was a, a platonic COVID
0: partner just for it, survival
1: it basically i was like you know what i don't even know if i like this person but we have a good time It's somebody that made me like laugh and like, you know, just like another human being to like hang out with other than just like going to work and coming back home. So, (laughs) you know, that kind of fizzled out because again, not romantic in any kind of way. And here we are. Uh, It's almost Valentine's Day
0: and no prospects. (laughs) I mean, this is the one year I feel like you don't have to feel, I mean, you don't ever have to feel sad about it. I don't ever feel sad about it, but of all the years, I feel like you safely, there's not really much you can do or like probably should be doing. So I guess at least out in public, whatever, I guess you can have your lovey-dovey Valentine's Day at home, but you could also have your lovey-dovey Valentine's Day at home with yourself. You know, like a – I mean, not to say you couldn't go out on the town by yourself on a regular non-COVID year Valentine's Day. I mean, you do you. You live it up on the town. Make reservations for one. But most of us are, like, less likely to do that and probably just, like, chill at home and feel like everyone else is, like, out and doing something on Valentine's Day. But this year, I feel like a majority of people will be at home anyways. So maybe that will make it better.
1: No, Again, maybe- I'm not someone
0: that gets sad on Valentine's Day, so it doesn't like enthrall me, but it also like does not like make me sad or anything like that.
1: No, I don't want to give off the impression that I'm sad. I'm no I'm not sad. I'm like it's just another day. It's just another day. I'm just pointing out the fact that like yet another Nothing Valentine's happening. Day is coming and it's just normal. It's just normal. Ain't nothing going on over here.
0: Yeah. I feel I feels that I've taken a hiatus from the dating apps. Probably for like six. No, probably like close to two months now. Close to two full months. Um I took a little bit of a six months. maybe my brain doesn't work. Um, <laughs> sometimes I just say like the complete opposite of what I mean and just keep on going in conversation. And don't realize that people are like, did you mean something totally different? I'm like, yeah. Um, two months, I was going to say six weeks. Oh, okay. See, yeah, I forgot my own thought. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, but I think closer to two months now. So, all that to be said, I was like, you know what? It's going to be Christmas. I mentioned this on the podcast back in December. I was on my Santa shit. I didn't have time for dating. I was about that Christmas life. And like when you're traveling for the holidays and like family stuff, like that's it, unless you're like already dating someone, like that's not the time to like try to meet someone unless it just like happens by happenstance. But like, that's not the time in my mind to like go on the prowl, you know? Um, so I took a step back. I like deleted everything. Um, cause I was like, I just don't even want to have the distraction of it. Cause I feel like so many dating apps, it can be just like a habit to like, just mindlessly get onto. And you don't even like mean to be mindless about it, but it's just like a habit, especially like if you're just bored or whatever. And I was like, I don't want that. So I deleted everything and I did a lot of Not on purpose, but just kind of at the same time, a lot of like self-reflection, a lot of reading over the holiday break. Um, And one of the books that I read that I know I mentioned, I think I mentioned to you, I mentioned on my Instagram that I really liked was this book called Attached. Mm -hmm. It is 12 out of 10. It will call you out. Like it will call you all the way out, but it makes everything make sense. You're just like, oh, everything I've done in the past (laughs) actually makes a lot of sense now. And maybe I should do this and like, shouldn't do that, but like not in a way that feels cheesy or just based on like fluff or like, oh, you shouldn't go after like bad guys, or you shouldn't go after this. Cause like, we hear that and we're just like, cool. Great. Thanks. But this is like all backed by research. This is all been studied for like decades by neuroscientists, by psychologists, by like all of these different people that it has strong validity to it. And like once you just read it, you'll be able to like quickly identify yourself and like the patterns of the past and what you need to be looking for in the future. And so, I really enjoyed that and I read some other um small things, but that's what I would recommend the most. So, we've been doing the self work And, um, coming back onto the dating scene, not that like anything's really happening right now, but just like in general, um, I think one of the biggest mindset shifts for me, like honestly, just going into 2021 in general, not just in dating, but like in life in general has been the, the act of wanting to actively repel people away. Which this is
1: funny to me because one of your mantras is literally, I attract.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't chase. I attract. I attract what I want. And I think for a lot of us, especially as an Enneagram three and just people in general, I think we've been so conditioned to want people to like us even people that I don't think like our threes or like, that's like their top priority. I think we're good at like knowing like this is the type of person that I want or like, this is what I'm after. But still like when we do things like design a dating profile or like set it up or we um, like, this has been something that's also been uh, impactful for me in my like own business, like my training business. We think like, oh, if this certain customer or this person doesn't like my product or my service or isn't engaging with my marketing or like whatever it is, we like automatically see it as a negative or like, if you're not getting like, say you're getting a ton of attention on dating profiles, like a ton of people coming in, even if you only like like two of those people, you're feeling pretty good. And then the next week you change up your profile, whatever, to actively repel people away and you get the same two people that you were interested in, but not like the 98 other people that you were never interested in. Like in your mind, you're kind of like, why am I not, why are not as many people? But you were, you never wanted them in the first place. Why would you want to like bring in energy and just more to deal with in this world that you don't want? So same thing with business. Like we always have like a ideal, like, client or market that we work with that like we know we're best able to serve like you work with people you know that are older or families that are like trying to place uh, like elderly loved ones into senior living care if all of your marketing content started going to like college-aged people they wouldn't love that you know what I mean like you you always have like something that you're you're looking for so you don't want your energy Going towards things that aren't for you, essentially. So that's been just pivotal for me thus far and like the way I think about things. Even though I wasn't actively thinking like, yes, I want to attract in people that I don't like. I'm following you.
1: This is making a lot of sense. But what actual steps have you taken to to weed out again, maybe that's a bad word to repel to whatever it is.
0: I'm just like imagining like bug spray.
1: (laughs) I'm just picturing like the, um, like Facebook, like picture that people had at the beginning of the pandemic with the
0: Lysol spray. Like I'm just like, yeah, that's me. Um, you you just don't want anything that's not for you. I think it's just a matter of being more bold and what you are like what your opinions are, what your values are, what you like, what you don't like being more upfront about that. Even if it's something that you would consider to not be attractive, this kind of like goes back to the attached book. Like I am an anxious avoidant attachment style, which is the two bad ones combined together. Um, I don't want to say bad, you know, it it, it is what it is, but (laughs) there's secure. Um, and then there's, uh, anxious and then there's avoidant and then there's anxious avoidant. So I'm a little bit of a combo, but I've, I've determined like I'm anxious avoidant, but like when it's with someone that I actually really like and like the, the relationships that I've been more interested in, I'm always anxious. I'm not avoidant. Avoidant is always with the people I don't like. And I think that's because I'm allowing myself to attract in people that I was never really interested in in the first place. And then I'm like, "Mm, ew, and that's why I'm avoidant. So we got to move more towards, um, people that I actually like, but also when you're an anxious attachment style, like a lot of times people that are that way, they attract in avoidant people. And when you do that, a lot of times anxious attachments will try to like mask that in the beginning, or even for a long period of time of like, Oh, I'm cool. Like I'm the cool girl it's fine. Like, I'm not going to stress if you don't text me back or if this or that, like whatever it is, just like trying to play that vibe. And I've definitely done that before. And it like the book just talks about how, like, why would you do that? Because if that's not who you are, you're just going to be miserable for the rest of your relationship. Like you might fool them, but only to an extent. And it's going to come up at some point down the road. And they're going to be like, what the heck, where did this come from? You're nuts. <laughs> then you're going to feel like crazy for feeling that way, and then like feel like you've just got to mask it even more. Versus anxious people should really try to attract in people that are secure and like secure don't feel like bothered by people that like have more needs, like anxious people, or um, don't feel as bothered by avoidant people, one way or the other. So if you have a secure person, then you can just be more yourself up front. So essentially, you just, you just want to be as anxious and crazy as possible out of the gate so that if they're avoidant, like they run away right away. I mean, that's dramatic. You know what I mean? I'm not saying like actually be crazy from the get-go, but just not having so much of a like persona or trying to be this cool person or trying to be whatever you think you need to be out of the gate because the real you is going to come out. So you might as well at least give them give them a sample give them a taste of what that is and like if you have certain opinions or whatever that are important to you just like making that really clear up front because again why would you want to waste your time okay i have several questions so follow
1: me here um one i haven't read this book so my first question is about these different attachment styles are they just like categories that people fall into or is there a goal that like you want to become more whatever? Or is it just like everyone is either this, this, or this? Um, Similar to, like the enneagram. It's not like one is not better than the other. It's just like this is the category that you are.
0: Yeah, I mean, they don't they don't really like label any of them as like bad, but certainly like secure is kind of like the golden egg that you that is it's the most healthy, but. Um. They do say that like you're pretty like you're typically like one Um, that doesn't mean that it can't change but it's not like easily changeable most people like have one and tend to stay with it and it's also kind of like a arrange like you could like if you're an anxious person but you start dating someone that's an avoidant you're probably going to become an even more anxious person because the avoidant person's not going to be giving you the reassurance that you need etc etc but if you're an anxious and you start dating a secure person your anxiousness is probably going to go down because they're giving you reassurance they have good communication like they don't give you any reason to be anxious kind of thing And, like, it works vice versa with all the other different combinations. So it can change, they say, but, like, you typically kind of fall into one. Gotcha. Okay. Second question is selfish.
1: I Again, because I have not read the book, if you had to diagnose me, what would you think my style is?
0: And you may not know. You can totally guess. I don't care. I'm just curious. I don't know. I feel like I don't know because I don't know you in the context of a romantic (laughs) relationship, (laughs) but I feel like you would be more avoidant just based on your communication style. Like I know that just from being a friend, like I'm someone that like, I definitely text more. I definitely more like, I need to double check in on this. Are we good here? Are we good there? Like I'm sending the long text. I'm sending three texts and you're like, okay, cool which is fine, but like, it's just a more of a, like a more minimal communication style. So that strikes me more that way, but you also could be secure in that too. Like it would be hard to know without seeing, I would say that. And like, I know a lot of times, like if you've been dating someone or just like someone you've been on dates with, I know you're usually the one to like, wait for them to reach out. Like you want them to reach out or like them to say something like you're not going to be the one like reaching out for like, Hey, this was great. Like, let's not say you've never done that, but you know what I mean? Like you, you more like to like kind of take the backseat and like, they can reach out if they want to reach out. So that gives me like, again, anywhere on the spectrum from secure to avoidant. I feel like. Okay. I was just curious. Okay. And then
1: third question is so you're you're thinking about all these things you're taking a new approach you're putting your true self out there on whatever dating apps you're on but I need an actual example I need an actual example of something that you have changed on your profile yeah that you wasn't there before I need to know
0: so I actually got this idea geniusly from um TikTok what else um I mean, TikTok is. I mean, you should be able to cite TikTok
1: on like you know research MLA papers at this. Yeah. Point.
0: So I saw something on there because I've stated it on the podcast before that like just overall values, like political values, how you see the world, is important to me. I'm not like saying I hate everyone that doesn't exactly agree with me. Like, absolutely not true. I have plenty of friends family, et cetera, people that I care about that don't necessarily agree with me on everything. And that's fine. But if this is going to be someone that like is my life partner and I have to make choices with and live with for the rest of my life, like I would prefer for us <laughs> to align on some like principle things. But I, I mean, I do have my like religious beliefs and my political beliefs like listed in my profile, just like on the option, you know, like the labels they give you. I'm not like I'm this. Cause I feel like that comes across. A lot of people can take that as harsh. If it's like, if you support this person and like swipe left, then people get like their feathers all like riled up. And it like, people think you're just trying to be hateful or like whatever, when really like, I think some of those people probably are just trying to like cause tension, but then some people I think really are just trying to like weed out what they want and don't want but I get how it can come across aggressive. So I've never like posted anything like that. Cause I'm like, I don't want to seem aggressive. Well, yeah, because sometimes, and maybe I'm just like
1: feel this way because I've only ever seen men's profiles yeah. and maybe I just take it this way. But whenever I read something like, if you... If you're voted, this, if you voted for Biden, your mom's a hoe, like, you know what I mean? Or like just Whoa. something stupid like that. You're like, Oh, I don't know how I feel about you as a person. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like sometimes it's just like too much. It's like, okay, you could just say I'm a Democrat or I'm a Republican. Like, you yeah, could just, just about that. anything.
0: Like in general, even if they're like, if you don't like to go to the lake, then swipe left. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay, all right. I'll see what's all about. So, yeah. But I also feel like a lot of people don't pay attention to some of the, like, labels. And, like, maybe it doesn't matter to them. But, like, I've had people match with me that are, like, the complete opposite as me on, like, a lot of different things. And I'm like, I don't know why you thought this would be a good match. <laughs> but, like-, like, um, did you read... I know I'm like okay you just seem like really one way and I'm like the total opposite. So all that to just be said people with your beauty that's all. They're like I don't care she's gorgeous. <laughs> she's gorgeous. Um but here's here's a good one and it doesn't have to do with politics. It, it to me it gives a better all just like overall vibe of who you are. And it's this. Uh so on TikTok this girl said like you kind of have to play around because the prompts are like different depending on the dating app. But for Hinge, there's one that says like, one thing I'd love to know about you is, and then you fill it in. And her suggestion is your thoughts on Taylor Swift. And I think that tells you a lot, a lot about a man. And I don't think that like, obviously not necessarily every match is going to comment on that. But if someone comments on that, and says something negative, like, "Oh, she's like a drama queen or she's overrated or like whatever, you can see yourself out. Um, because <laughs> one, not only is that probably misogyny coming through, but two, even even if you don't like Taylor Swift, the fact that out of everything you saw on my profile, the thing that you felt like you needed to insert your opinion on most, was something that you didn't like and your opinion on another woman, no. I might not like something on your profile, but like I might like you. I would not be like, and I hate fishing, even though, like because I have a picture. Right. You know what I mean? It just tells you a lot if like they feel the need to get their opinion in on something and it's not positive.
1: It's like you mash with me, but yet you just wanted to complain about something that has nothing to do with um, wanting to date me.
0: Yeah. So I'm not saying every guy has to respond and say, Taylor Swift is my idol. Oh my God. I love her. I mean, that would be great if you responded that way, but even if you don't like one, it probably makes it pretty clear that I am in favor of Taylor Swift, which like, is just something you need to know off the bat. Like I give off a similar, uh, I try to give off a similar vibe (laughs) as Taylor Swift. So like if you think she's a drama queen and she's annoying. And like this and that, like, you're probably going to think I'm annoying. So (laughs) we should should probably just put that out there up front. But like, (laughs) again, even if you don't like her, like, and you don't comment on that, then it's like, okay, you don't feel strongly enough about it that you need to insert your opinion about it. So I feel like it just gives a good vibe on how you feel about women, especially strong, successful women, um, that do things that are quote basic or girly or et cetera, et cetera, because I am that vibe. And so that's one thing that I've added in. That's not like in your face, but I feel like gives a good indicator to me and for me to them. Gotcha. Um, I can't remember if you sent me
1: this or if I just saw it on TikTok, but it was also like a profile, like dating app profile hack about like scrolling to see their Spotify playlists or their Spotify, like top artists or whoever. Yeah. Um. And it was, like, if all of them are men, like, just automatically say no. Like, if there needs to at least be one woman out of, like, seven yeah. or so artists, like, if, if there's not one single female, like, what does that say about them? Yeah. Because, again, for me, and this sounds really stupid probably to some people who are listening, but, like, music is a large part of my life. Like, yeah. I love it. I can't live without it. And if I were to meet with someone and all of their favorite people were only men, like they couldn't name one single female artist that they like or enjoy, I would be like, I can't do this. There's something behind that. You know, you can't just pick one. Like there are
0: so many great
1: ones. You can't, I mean, just
0: say Adele or something. You know what I mean? So I I was like, like, you should make your prompt. Tell me how you feel about Harry Styles because that's also a little bit of a controversy. Wow. The they put in is like, he's gay or whatever. You're like, kick him to the curb. Okay. I've okay. it. We cracked the code. Okay. So um. I changed it to that. I will say this I'll change it to that. And I like, I unpaused my hinge. I didn't download any of the other ones. Cause I still don't have a lot of time right now for dating. It's just like really not a main priority, but I at least had a downloaded that one to like test my new strategy and my theory. Doing research. And I don't know if this is maybe because I had like, like I paused my profile when I like uh, deleted it from my phone. So like, I was not active. I was not like being shown to other people, whatever, so I don't know if maybe they kind of like, I don't want to say reprimand you, but maybe like the algorithm, like kind of puts you down on the totem pole. If you've like been away or been inactive. And I definitely have not been on it that much, even since I like redownloaded it, I haven't been very active. So like, maybe that's why I'm not getting as many, um, like matches or just like inquiries, I guess you would call them. But I definitely have been getting less than I got before. So I, but I'm, I'm considering it a success because I think I'm repelling away the wrong or the right, the wrong people. I'm repelling <laughs> the wrong people.
1: Okay. What a, what a good way to kind of spin this and think about it. So
0: I'm like, yeah, I'm getting less matches. <laughs> You're like, yeah, <laughs> I'm limiting the dating pool. I can't wait. I mean, but I think we all at this point, especially if you've like been online dating for a significant period of time, I think we can all see the benefit of like having less people to weed through, like the less, the better, you know, like if you're not going to be it, get out
1: and all we want is high quality. So yeah, you know, we can't really complain
0: if we have to wait a little longer for the high quality to come through. So I'm I'm here for it. I mean, you're just waiting for the day that Harry Styles comes across your profile and it's like, what do you think about Harry Styles? And he's like, magnificent. I think he's one of them. <laughs> He's like, um, my mom says 10 out of 10, so. <laughs> wow, that would be the perfect story. Write a fanfic, somebody come up with it. Uh, now that's a book I would read right there.
1: <laughs> I really don't have time for reading right now. Um, I'll write
0: it for your birthday.
1: okay you're gonna get working and give it give me a fan fiction about me and Harry Styles for my birthday I would love it so much
0: can you imagine what if I like put it onto the interwebs and other people could just like insert their own name and whatever and then charge a small fee maybe 50 cents I could make millions does um does Harry Styles have a cameo because that is a birthday present that I would really enjoy. It would cost like $5,000 a second. So even if he did, I don't think I could afford him for you. But rally the troops, you know, go fund me. <laughs> Whatever you need to do. You know who might have a cameo at that point? Brendan. I could maybe swing Brendan if I start now. If I started. Okay. Start fundraising now. Okay. If you guys to sell Krispy Kremes, do it. I just DM Brendan every day, Brendan from The Bachelor, for those who don't know who we're referencing, every day until June. (laughs) He's like, this girl is psycho. And then he finally responds and it's like March. And I'm like, I've got your happy birthday. Okay, but maybe he'll find it endearing.
1: Maybe like that is a
0: good friend right there. What if I like, what if I DM him tomorrow and he responds (laughs) like (laughs) just be like hey my best friend's birthday
1: is um this weekend can you send her a message just completely lie maybe see if he does it because if you say my best friend's birthday's in june he'll be like june
0: um but if i also said i'm gonna send you a message every day until you respond he might be like i want to do this to get this girl away from me
1: (laughs) or he might be like "Mm, restraining order (laughs)
0: <laughs> I mean, you got to do something to keep it spicy to like get them to open it.
1: I see, know. You see that as spice and I see that as spooky.
0: <laughs> see, that's why you're avoiding it and I am anxious. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to put my full on crazy up out front because it is what it is. And I'm just trying to love you.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. You're reminding me of the other TikTok sound
0: that's just like this is what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's this is it is what it is. The the thing with me though, being anxious avoidant is either I'm that, I'm like let me love you or I could care less. Like you're doing all the things for me and I'm just like, mm that just gave me the ick. Um could you not? Like
1: it's not working for me. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So, but I've, I've determined from the book, it actually gives you a worksheet to use and you like have to write in past people and then it gives you like specific questions for each one. And then you have this full chart and you can literally like see the patterns. Past people, like past relationships. Yeah. Or just like people that you, maybe not even like relationships, but people that you like really like liked or found yourself attracted to relationships that didn't go well, whatever, everyone, you put everyone in there. And then it all makes sense. Cause I'm like, wow. Okay. Well, all of the avoidant, all of the people in which I acted avoidant, I never, like there was never really much there. I didn't really like them. That would be why I was avoidant. It's, it's, it's complicated for us, anxious avoidance out here, because a lot of times the anxious <laughs> attachment style, we just, uh, we, um, We misdiagnose anxiety for love (laughs) or like feeling excited about someone. It's like, no, you're just anxious because they're toxic (laughs) and like, they're not giving you any reassurance and you're like, it's love, it's love. (laughs) You're like it's butterflies. That's what that is. Exactly. They're like no. So you know it's a balancing act for me. But I'm at least very self aware at this point. I have my strategies. I'm trying to repel away the people that I don't want. And we're taking it. We're taking it one day at a time.
1: All right. Um, would love to report back sometime in the future when these things go into effect. The swiping uh when the swiping commences I may or may not try the Harry Styles trick and you know if I hurt. get bites, I'll let you know yeah I have
0: nothing to lose at this point yeah I'm so, like I mean how attached are you to your three prompts right now you could probably drop one there's one that's slacking, I know
1: yeah not at all I I could 100% change stuff <laughs> so uh I'll definitely report back again if
0: I have any interest in that prompt yeah I don't know if we want to touch on this really quickly before we get into bachelor commentary, but something that I proposed to you this week was I saw this past week on Hannah Brown's YouTube, her and her friends did a, um, they did the league. They like the league is a dating app and they did a live like dating thing on there. So they go live every Wednesday and Sunday at 9 PM And you just like hop on and then it pairs you with like three different people individually. But like, I don't know how long they last. I don't think that long, but like, it's just like a little video date. And then it's like up next, Mark, he is an accountant and he likes this. And then it just like the video starts. And it was funny watching them. And I've always thought like, oh my gosh, that just like seems like it would be weird and awkward and whatever. And like, never thought about doing it, but I have been on the league before. And I will say the quality of matches is much higher than any other. I haven't had any success on there. I'm not saying it's led to anything, but just the pure quality of the people I see seems to be higher or closer to what I'm looking for. And so I was like, we should both try it and then report back our results.
1: Which I am all for because, again, what do we have to
0: lose? Yeah, like it's horrible. And then we have a great story for the podcast.
1: But when you told me this, I was like, I have no idea what the league is. Like, I've never heard of this. You're
0: not in the league.
1: <laughs> I'm not a part of the league. Um, apparently, according to MJ, I'm like, I'm JV. Okay, I'm – I'm not, I'm not with it. Yeah. So I'm like, um, and then you explained it to me and you were like, yeah, well, there's also like a wait list. And I'm like, this makes
0: me feel (laughs) horrible about myself. Okay. This makes me feel horrible. I don't know if there still is. I just remember I saw it somewhere there is still a waitlist. I looked it up. Okay. I like I tried to get in and they turned me away. Okay. I tried
1: to get in and they were like, mm, you're waitlisted. I'm like, this is throwing me back to college days <laughs> when I was applying for colleges and I got waitlisted for Johns Hopkins university. And I was
0: just like, um, people are going to think I'm a loser. I think, um, I think if you have a friend that's in the league, you know, me like your exclusive friend, um, I, think- are you going to be my hookup, my league plug? I, I, I don't know. Here's the thing. Okay. So the league is like free to generally use, but you know, every dating website has like the upgrades of like, if you want this feature, you have to pay for it. The prices of the league are astronomical. Like it'll be like, do you want to check the red status of (laughs) this, like this message between you and someone else? It's like, that'll be $400 a year. Yeah. It's crazy. It's the crazy. prices on here are crazy. And like, it's like, I think like it's like buy feature, it's not like you buy premium and then you have all the features. It's like, you want to check red status, $400. You want to like, be able to see who liked you. Um, that's going to be $700. Like, it, but you can do it for free. Like you can do it for free, but it just, you can't upgrade because you will have to take out a second mortgage.
1: Yeah, no, I was looking at it last night for the first time and it was going pretty smoothly. Like it was just kind of like, what's your name? Like, what's your birthday? Put in some pictures. Like, where do you live? And I'm like, okay, okay, this is easy. And then it was like, now in order to move forward, you're going to have to put a summary of yourself. You're going to have to yeah. add add your preferences. You're going to have to add some interests. You're going to have to also
0: connect your LinkedIn, Facebook, or your Instagram. I think it started as like a a dating site for like young professionals. Like you very much get people that are professionals on the app.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Which I kind of get that vibe. Like I I get the vibe. The marketing.
1: But I'm also just like, um, I have to put my LinkedIn on here. I'm like, uh, my mama is on LinkedIn. What? it's
0: not going to come up on your LinkedIn. I know. But then the other thing I thought was interesting is that there's a concierge. The concierge does nothing. I'm convinced he's a robot. But I'm just like, who is this? Who is this? Mine is a guy and I'm convinced they just like take model photos and they're like, this is your concierge, Eric or whatever their name is. And they're, they probably look nothing like that. It's probably like some tech guy out in California, just like customer service type job that puts things in. Like the concierge doesn't do much for you unless, again, you like pay a thousand dollars. They'll just be like, you should add like more interest to your profile. That'll like get you more matches, like generic stuff like that. They really don't do much. It seemed like a cool feature at first, but what I'm seeing over here, is that I have the option to endorse um friends. And so I'm going to send you this text right now and it says congrats I've endorsed you for the league. Yes my friend. That means you're special and I think you deserve the best dating pool there is. Click the link to download the app and fully register onto the league's waitlist and your application will be prioritized over all other non-endorsed applicants. Good luck. So I can't guarantee you a spot but like I'm doing I'm putting in the work. I'm <laughs> putting in the work.
1: Like, I literally feel like I'm applying for a job. I'm like, <laughs> why does this make me nervous?
0: I mean, the reason I like told you, like, there might be a waitlist is because I too was on the wait list. It's not like I instantly, like, I didn't get an invite in. I just like saw it. and I was like, oh, this dating app seems interesting. So I downloaded it. And then I think I was on the waitlist for like a week, maybe. And then it notified me like you're in and I hopped in and I only used it very briefly last year. So I still don't have a lot of experience with it because I like was using it and then I deleted it and I just now like re-downloaded it. But I will still say the quality of the matches holds true even a year later. So I think it could be interesting to do the live thing because again, what's the worst that could Happen, especially yeah. if it's short. And I like the fact that it seems like it's timed. So, like, it, it, is. it just cuts you off. It says
1: three minute video dates. That's what it says. Yeah. So, you're only I'm doing like three minutes. Three, wow. It will take you nine minutes total. my I got to practice my like elevator pitch of myself or something.
0: <laughs> this really is LinkedIn. You better have that elevator pitch ready. <laughs> you, just, you just need to come out the gate with how do you feel about the hairstyles? I mean, just instantly, like, what if we it. did that? What if we did as an experiment, we do the live dating and I ask each of my three, like, how do you feel about Taylor Swift <laughs> as soon as it starts? You ask just get that.
1: Let's do, you do it?
0: But like, honestly, that would probably be like, lead to like such a better conversation versus like, oh, what do you do? Like, oh, where do you live? Because if you have three minutes, that's going to be the most bland conversation. Like, oh, I work in accounting. I live in. Uh, Louisville and I have a dog his name is Chris (laughs) Chris
1: I absolutely hate when people name their dogs like Chris Jake Dylan this is my dog Dylan what
0: no I love it I think it's funny Uh, but I mean like you know what I mean if you're just doing like this the basics like that's already on your profile why would you waste the three minutes on that you need to know how they feel about Harry Styles because then you could just have a whole conversation like who's your favorite artist or whatever you know
1: your favorite member of One Direction yeah (laughs)
0: that's the next (laughs) springboard into that
1: okay well We'll get working on this uh, syllabus for date night and then we'll report back if if we decide to do this.
0: Yeah, it's it's on Sunday. I don't know if we're going to be able to do this Sunday because I'll be driving um, back to my house at that point, I think. But maybe if I'm feeling frisky, then we can do that. I mean, it's nine minutes, but you still got to look decent. You can't just like pop on looking like a slob kebab. There is some level of planning that has to happen. Yeah. So we will report back to you with our results, but let's go on and dive into this week's Bachelor drama. Okay.
1: So apparently we are halfway through the season or something because there was a comment said by Abigail and she said that she was just like having a hard time because it's already halfway through which makes me think that it's like the fifth or sixth week ish I know it's the fifth episode but it's like I think we're between like the fifth and sixth week in real time and so that's like a month so it's kind of hard to believe that they're already like halfway through yeah and I'm starting
0: to get a little bit worried about Abigail I was really like going to throw hands. if She did not get any attention this episode because I'm like, what, what happened? Like that she was the one on night one. And then like, she's just taking a backseat. And I was scared. We were going to have a repeat from Tasha season with Spencer. Not that any of us were like in love with Spencer, but you know what I mean? I was like, is she yeah. just going to fall off? And like, it's just not even going to be a thing sorry I spoke over you but
1: yeah like she I don't want her to be like this one hit wonder like she seems so great and I mean this episode I know we're jumping around already to Abigail but it's fine um she did share her little tidbit about like her dad being absent um, Mm -hmm. after she and her sister got their implants and which is kind of weird to me because I would think that someone would leave before the implants not after the implants yeah that's the story that she told and it's sad and also just her talking about like starting her family and the potential of her children like being deaf like that was Uh I mean real life stuff there so hopefully she sticks around she's definitely still in my like top six
0: yeah yeah for sure um I love Abigail. I'm glad we got to see a little bit more of her last night. I feel like that was one of the few, like, real parts of the show last night. I'm just over all the drama at this point. I mean, it's entertaining, but it's also like I'm over it. I mean, obviously, we had the, uh, a whole storm with Victoria and Anna. And, I mean, it was just comical how everyone started acting like they were so shocked that <laughs> – bullying was going on and they were like all apologetic. And I'm like, you just can't, you can't be surprised. I mean, Victoria literally went after she like, not even apologized, but after she sat down and talked to Matt, she literally went off camera to the producer. and Like these girls here are disgusting. They are disgusting. (laughs) I'm like, you are not a good person. Like you can't just call people disgusting.
1: I know. I don't know why that's her adjective. She She's just like, ew, like she's an idiot. Like she,
0: she's a loser. It's um, never anything it's of substance.
1: No, it's not an actual insult. Like it's nothing that has any kind of merit. It's just a, I think you're disgusting and I think you're a loser and I'm better than you. And I'm yeah. like,
0: yeah, but with like no reason, not even like a lame one, like her breath smells and <laughs> 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 this girl farts a lot. Like, no, it's just like, it's, it's, it's all stupid. I mean, we're all over Queen Victoria. And can we just talk about the bra? Again.
1: She had to hit us with
0: another bra moment. Did you see, did you notice the slit? I'm like, that slit was
1: real high. I was like, yeah. the queen is really showing some leg this
0: episode. Well, she's also okay. showing a lot of bra. And this, this, this one was also like, like she clearly like just doesn't care about the bra situation. It's not that she's like not aware because the last dress did have sleeves technically. So like she, maybe, you know, we could have thought that she thought that she was covered, but this was like full on spaghetti strap. It was just there. I'm like,
1: she was
0: like, she was about to have some spillage. Yeah. It, it was, it wasn't even holding her in. There I was cared for her a little bit. I was like fashion police yeah you could have probably done without the bra
1: and been better and been better because I think the bra was pushing them up a little bit too much and then they were almost falling out I was like oh girl but that's besides the point we could talk about how annoying we find some of the fashion on here for a long time but But. another thing about Victoria I just want to mention like what do we think about the whole her calling someone a hoe like I feel like I haven't met someone who's ever insulted someone by calling them a hoe in, in like a really long time. I'm like, do people still use that? Like, are people still saying that? Because I say it jokingly. Yeah. You know, like, again, just being like your mom's a hoe, like that's funny. And I I don't actually say that to anyone other than like (laughs) Like you just say it all day long. (laughs) I don't say it to anyone other than you. And it's just just funny. I don't actually think your mom, Linda is a hoe. I think she's very sweet, Um, (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I've never called someone a hoe.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think I, okay. So like when, when Matt says like, in what context would it be okay (laughs) to call somebody a hoe? I mean, I think he's he's at the point where he knows, like he knows Victoria's vibe. I mean, we all saw it on night one and let's be honest. The only reason she's around is because of the producers. He knows that she's not a nice girl. So when he's asking that question, I'm sure Matt himself, him and Tyler, him and his friends have probably made a joke before about somebody being a hoe and it not being serious, like, and it just being lighthearted. Mm Mm-hmm but he knows like, she's not a nice girl. So he's just like coming for the attack of like, no, I know you. And I know like, you didn't mean it as a joke. You were probably actually. Being- yeah.
1: I'm like, unless you're singing like Nicki Minaj, like stupid hoe, then it's, it's probably not a joke. And I don't think Victoria was joking when she said it, but yeah, yeah, I think Matt was picking up on that a little bit.
0: Yeah, I will say I'm like, I'm glad Anna went home. I'm obviously glad Victoria went home and like think it's totally well deserved. I think though the drama situation and the bullying situation has kind of gotten out of hand. And I'm not someone that's normally like, oh, everyone's too sensitive and everyone's a snowflake. Like, that's not me. That's not me. But I will say, like, I totally understood um, Brittany, like, That situation like that was clearly an attack at her. Um, And what's the other girl's name? That's the dancer. Ryan, Ryan, if she was called a hoe, like, okay, I I get those two things because it's like a personal thing. But Then like after that happened, it was like all the new girls were like, yeah, it's just like a really toxic environment and we didn't feel welcomed here. And I'm like, okay, but did you just like not feel welcomed or did like you personally get bullied? Because I'm in the general world, like, yeah, we should make people feel welcome and be kind to others and all of that. But if I personally signed up to go on The Bachelor I would kind of have my armor up. Like some girls might be mean to me and this isn't like, let's all be friends. We're all trying to date the same guy. Like, of course it's not going to be a welcoming kumbaya moment when you come into the house. So I felt like some people were really trying to like ride the wave of bullying when they weren't personally attacked unless it just wasn't shown.
1: Yeah. And I, I will sympathize slightly with some of the people who were like, you know, I think Chelsea, the model, I think she was one of the ones that was like, uh, do we really think that the house is toxic? Cause like, I don't really feel that way. And again, she's not been someone who's been a part of it. So maybe she truly was like, uh, what's happening? Yeah. Cause I, cause she does pretty much seem to stay out of it. So she seemed to like, not know what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, maybe other people feel that way, but maybe other people started hopping on the bandwagon of like, yeah, it is crazy. Crazy. it's toxic it's these people say this and these people say this it's like okay but would you have brought it up if Matt didn't come in here and yeah.
0: say something to the group? Yeah. Anna are you like truly traumatized I mean again not to diminish things but I'm like okay if someone calls you an escort yeah like that could have certain implications for your reputation moving forward if someone just says It's varsity versus JV, and I'm not defending MJ or the she's my favorite. But if someone makes a comment like that, that's not like something I'm gonna personally carry with me for the rest of my life and be like emotionally traumatized from. Like it's just gonna be a dumb comment some girl made one time I was on The Bachelor. Yeah.
1: And to take it all the way back to Katie, she's the initial one that brought it up to Matt about just the environment in general. I still don't really fault her. Like I still think it was like, yeah. A decent move on her end just to make him aware because he probably did need to know, like, look, like there are people that are getting a little out of hand. Yeah. Especially like you said with the Anna um comments. Um and then it just kind of spiraled from there. It just was like a car crash after that. So I don't think it I mean, it looks like next week, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but it looks like next week people start kind of coming for um, Katie. And I'm like, okay, I don't really think she did anything wrong. She didn't point fingers. She just kind of said, you should be aware that there's some stuff going on and maybe you should investigate.
0: Yeah, I really like Katie, but to me, and it's it's just the preview, so I don't know yet, but it almost looks like Katie kind of self implodes. I'm like, not another one. She might. I feel like mm-hmm. that's what happened with MJ. So again, I'm not like, I mean, yes, I thought MJ seemed like a pretty cool, like decent person from night one. I never thought she was going to win. She was never like my fave, um, but I thought she was like a normal girl. And it's really just like the past two episodes, especially this week where the the dark side of her comes out. But even still, like I said, I feel like the varsity versus JV comment itself is not that bad. If when Matt confronted her, she said, you know what, like I was really feeling jealous and insecure and I made a dumb comment and I wasn't trying to bully anyone specifically. It was just something stupid. I said, I thought it was funny in the moment and it's not. I feel like he would have totally respected that because he seems like into her and he clearly kept her past the rose ceremony. But instead, she just went off the deep end and was like, I lead with compassion or empathy or whatever she said. And you don't know me, Jessica. You don't know me. Like, okay, this looks bad. Yeah.
1: I want to talk about how MJ is just a walking controversy here. But I do just want to point out real quick. um, You mentioned like if MJ would have just like confessed to her making a mistake, like it could have been different and i just want to give props to anna for actually saying like apparently she did have a conversation with brittany and apologize we didn't see it on screen but apparently it happened and i just want to give her a little bit of props and kind of like we said last uh, last you know podcast like we don't think she's a bad person and yeah. I think Matt thinks she's a bad person. And she even said like, yeah, I said something really stupid and Matt shouldn't be with someone who says these things about people. Like <laughs> she took full ownership and I was like, yeah. you know what? I can yeah. respect that. I can respect that. She went gracefully. Now, Victoria, on the other hand, didn't go so gracefully. I mean, she literally was like, I feel sorry for you that you're just gonna believe hearsay and, and then walked out <laughs> puffed and puffed her way out and on her way out she even had the audacity to say like uh, I bring drama in the house like uh, I spark joy I bring joy to the uh-huh. <laughs> I was like do you now I mean, okay she's just, uh she's a hoot a she hoot a a and a half honestly but yeah, I just wanted to mention those two things. But um, do we want to go ahead and talk about MJ, or we want to talk about some of the other dates that happened?
0: I mean, I don't have any comments on the other dates. Uh, the group date. The only comment I have it on have on it is that it was so weird and so awkward when Matt ran and then ended up making out with Hyper, But like MJ was chasing him. I was like, this is so uncomfortable. Like, that was a trap. I'm like, you just led her into seeing that. Like, dude, yeah. you did at all. That was like a, that was, a, you know, Matt's been pretty good this season. That was a dumb move. That was no bueno. Not a good look. Yeah. I, I mean, granted, it was MJ. So right now, like, not many of us are sympathizing with her. If it was Abigail, we would have thrown hands.
1: <laughs> we protect nice. Abigail at all costs. <laughs> but it was just You're so be-
0: weird. Like, it was just odd because she was in the middle of an interview and then you just like ran in and started making out with her. Like, she didn't initiate it. He totally just like threw it on. It was weird. But that's yeah. the only comment I have on that, honestly. And then the kit date. Yeah. I just. The
1: kit date, it was really quick. She didn't even get a day portion. I know. I, I noticed that. <laughs> And I just have to say, I will say I wasn't a huge fan of Kit before, and I'm still not a huge fan of Kit, but I do think that, like, she seemed sweeter on this date, which maybe that's because she's alone and we got to see a little bit more of her, but I think she's just been hanging out with some of the wrong people, and that's why I'm just like, ugh, you know, she's been hanging out with Victoria and some other people that I just, you know, are not in a good light right now. Yeah, I think... I, I just, I can't feel sorry for her because no, she's like throwing this pity party about not being able to find a man and having all this privilege. And I'm like, girl, I don't feel sorry for you. You are 21 years old. You have lived yeah. she's a so lot little. of life.
0: She looks like she is a child. But um the one thing that I think is interesting about Kit, yeah, I feel the same way as a lot of people like I don't love her but I don't necessarily hate her but I find it very interesting the storyline or the character development that the producers have taken us along because at this point most of Bachelor Nation does not like Anna and they do not like MJ and they think that they are like bad people and that they should go home Mm -hmm. I feel is the general sentiment but they're kind of taking us on this date with Matt and Kit like we should be like liking kit now and that matt's really liking her yet a couple weeks ago she literally told sarah to her face like if you stay in the house we're gonna make your life hell i'm like that is a direct threat to someone's face and we're just we're gonna breeze past that we're just it's gonna pretend that. that didn't happen <laughs> we just <laughs> mj know, says that. it's varsity versus jv and they're like we're gonna come for your neck yeah i know where where are these girls rallying behind kit saying get her out of here yeah it's so I'm not saying that validates the other bullying that's going on, but I'm like, okay, I feel like we don't have a just system here for what's okay and what's not okay. Yeah. But that's all I really have to say about Kit. Well,
1: and then the other date was Rachel. She had the shopping date that happens, seems like every season. Every season. Yeah. She gets the Cinderella experience. And I just have to say, she and Matt do make a beautiful couple. There's a Yeah, lot I mean they're both beautiful. On, there's a lot going on in Bachelor Nation about Rachel right now and so I don't yeah. want to like really go there. If you know, you know. But I I can admit like when I see a beautiful person on screen, I can say like she is a beautiful person. Like yeah. she's stunning, she looks beautiful and everything. I'm like, "Okay, you know what? Do your thing." But uh, she's also in the top six i think like if not the winner i i I think that she could be the winner so that's just just throwing that out there not saying that i think that she should win or she should be the winner i'm just saying i
0: mean he clearly likes her he told her he was falling in love with her so yeah so she's so she's up there and that's obvious yeah um Um Last thing to wrap up our bachelor commentary is just to quickly touch on the tease that we get for this next week with MJ and Jasenica We kind of touched on it already, but all I have to say again, I sound like I'm really in favor of MJ. I really am not. I'm really neutral, but I'm not neutral about her outfit. That is a she popped off on that outfit. I, you know how I love black. It's like a power suit dress. She's got the big hoops, the big hair. Like I'm 100% there for the outfit. I mean, just looks great too in the blue, but if I'm picking my outfit, I'm definitely going with MJ's.
1: She even said that she was going with big hair, big hoops, big energy, but yeah um not to like burst your bubble but i'm pretty sure her name is just rather than just seneca but just saying oh sorry you just seneca i'm not i'm not bur- i'm not trying to like call you out i'm just 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 in case we get some comments well maybe I we're on look- a different level that's my nickname for her <laughs> <laughs> that's fine you can, you can have a pet name for her that's fine um i just want to say though that i can't stand how con how Contradictory MJ is in this moment, and again, I've been neither here nor there about MJ this whole time. Yeah, but she's saying things like, "I'm a leader, I'm a peacemaker, I lead by example." Yet she also is saying, "You want to see me fight? Well, get some popcorn." I'm like, that is not what a peacemaker <laughs> says, my friends. Oh, I know. I mean, you need to put those fists down because just like take it down a notch.
0: Yeah. The energy feels really erratic coming from MJ. And again, the more defensive she gets, the worse. I think she's just making herself look and like digging herself into this hole. Jessenia is also, (laughs) uh, she's kind of like bringing, I feel like no one ever looks good on the two-on-one. No, I, I, I don't know this stat, but I doubt that anyone that's even ever been on a two-on-one has won the show.
1: Probably not. Because it's just not a good look. It's not and this is a weird two on one. Like it's not even a real two on one. It's just like right before the cocktail party. It's another Noah and Bennett. But I have a feeling that he very well could I don't know. I don't even see him I see him potentially not giving the rose to either of them. Like I see him potentially There's not a
0: connection with either.
1: No, I see him being like, MJ, today's the end of the road for you, my friend. I got to – can I walk you out? And she leaves. And then being like, "Uh, I don't know if I can give you this rose right now, but like let's go to the cocktail party. Yeah. And then her still going home. because Literally a Bennett and Noah. (laughs) Yeah. So I just – I don't know. I think it might be one of those situations. I could be wrong, but – I just yeah. don't see it with either of them. So I don't think he's going to waste a rose, but maybe he will because.
0: Yeah. I mean, we've got to get it moving along quickly because clearly we're halfway through the season next week. Heather is coming. Um, I mean, we, you know, much, you know... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that'll be a comical moment and then we're just going to move on from that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what's ahead in bachelor nation. Um, um, any final, final comments, say your piece on episode five of Matt James.
1: My only comment is that I think the top six are pretty much the people that he takes on 101s plus Abigail. Like my top six are Rachel, Piper, Brie, Michelle, Serena P and Abigail. Like that's my top six right there. I think everybody else is going home. I don't think there's anybody else that's going to swoop in. Mm.
0: okay what do you think i think maybe everyone except serena p i think piper again this is just my top six
1: i don't think serena p is like
0: yeah i don't think you think either but i i feel like i'm getting this vibe obviously from this weird makeout thing with piper that she might be ahead of Serena, I also have strong feelings about Chelsea that are coming in. So I think she could sneak in. Mm-hmm. Um, also Kit. I don't see it. I just, I still. I I think Matt has something for Kit. I mean, maybe,
1: but like you said, I'm just getting like too young vibes. Like she's yeah, not, not hating. Like, no, she's probably a very mature 21 year old, but I just, I'm not seeing it. Yeah. Um, but I think that's it. I think we'll leave it at that and we'll catch we on the flip. Catch on the flippity flop.